Oh, yeah. Tell them. Such a slick start to the show. Um, Neil, I can't help but say this because this is so used to so used to having lockdown studios. Mm. You're in St Albans and I'm in Oxford. Um, I know now when you've had cheese before the start of the show because uh. you keep going... <coughs> <coughs> and it gives me the heebie-jeebies because I think, oh, my God, is it it? Is right. it it? No, 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 no. I um, had I've been I had the it? injection last week, didn't I? Well, I don't mean you can't get it, love. Who oh, are you? That is true. Yeah, Boris, yeah. Yeah. you picking the bits of news you want to hear. <laughs> that you are. And <laughs> um, no, you you got che- have you had cheese? Because I can hear. A- <coughs> uh, I did have some cheese last night, actually. Yes. There we are. It's breaking news from. <laughs> exciting show that is <laughs> Debbie. Uh, Neil, I can't help but mm. see as well on your arm. By the way, good morning. Welcome to the show. Tons on it, but right now, an emergency. An emergency situation. Dr. B, emergency. Yes. That's inappropriate. <laughs> that wasn't the casualty bed I asked for. Um, I can see a huge gash on no, your arm. It's, well, it's been quite the week here in the provinces. Uh, um, this week, uh, I was rotting drains, and then I also had a what? bomb... What uh, did more... drains say about this? <laughs> more about that later. And also, um, whilst in the course of clearing up the garden, we had a massive bonfire, and I burnt myself on a... I picked up a thing, and it was still hot, and I caught it on the side of my arm. It's not very nice, is it? I'm a bit worried about it, actually. I've been dabbing TCP on it all day. First of all, we Yesterday. send our love and help to you. Yeah. Secondly, for a man in radio, it's a lot of words that didn't really tell us what's happened. I've been oh, draining rods and then I've burnt on a yeah. thing. So what? Can you paint a picture? This is radio, Neil. Bonfires are, you know, a delight as long mm. as they're safe. And you put your hand in, you saw the glowing red embers, and you thought, I'm in there, I'm in there. What did you do? What was the? No, how did you do? I leaned this? down. I was because it, it was a massive. We've been. We've had loads of trees down over the last couple of years. So we had this massive, massive bonfire. Literally branches on top of everything, and it had burnt down. And I was just sort of clearing up around the edges, quite a big space. And I hadn't realised the bit I was in was still quite hot. And I picked up a log and I managed to dab it on the side and of my arm, and it, I burnt myself quite nastily. So butch, uh, yeah. a butch. This isn't a twig. It was a yeah. log. Yeah. No. Totally. Um, and yeah. also, love was this. Was was this just so we can paint a mental picture? Was this on your grounds that you had this? No, it's in was the garden. The in the garden, down the end of the garden. All the trees yeah. have come down yeah. over the yeah. years. We thought yeah. you'd had a bonfire, mummy. No, that's not half of it. You, the, the next morning, it was so hot, it was still going. And I'm going to have to tell you about this later because it's not a laughing matter. Because and I wasn't there when it happened. <laughs> but my dad fell in the bonfire. <laughs> He's fine. Everything's all right. You mustn't laugh about it when I tell you later. I'm not, but Neil. My dad fell in I'm the not. bonfire. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie here. You can tweet the show as always at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Our email is ndebs at gadio.co.uk. At this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. We're positive people, Neil. We're very positive people. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we interviewed? Uh, well, she's a goddess. 
Hey, you guys, what's up? I'm Alternate Hey. Be legendary, be necessary, be here at 10 this Saturday. I'll be with Neil and Debbie. I do indeed, yeah. She's brilliant. That was a couple of weeks ago. Well, we've had some response by the Queer Review, our dear friend. Loved your fierce interview with Alternate. We were saying her name wrong the whole interview, Neil. I know. We said yeah. her name wrong. wrong. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was too embarrassed. <laughs> What do we call it? We said alternate, and she went, it's... What is... How, how do you pronounce oh, now, it? Oh, now you've got me muddled up again. Play it again, Neil. Play it so we know. Okay, hang on. Ultra, hey, alternate. Hey, you guys, what's up? I'm alternate. Nate. 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 Yeah. Almost okay. in nutty. You've got to unlearn how to say it. Mm. Yeah. Alternate. Oh, don't say that. I'll say alternate now. <laughs> so, anyway, Queer Review says we loved your fierce interview with alternate. We were lucky enough to get to speak to the Mila Jam about working on the track too. Basically, it's just a little plug for their interview, mm, uh, which we certainly won't be promoting. It's uh, on our Facebook page and on our Twitter right now. Um, and yeah, thank you very much. We enjoyed speaking to her. She was delicious. I mean, Neil, she's quite a big name, but nothing compared to who I've got lined up for us later. Oh, go on. Um, well quite a superstar Neil if I don't say so myself we'll be chatting to Sir Humphrey Handbag uh, on the show very soon actually and do you know who that is Neil? Uh, it sounds like Elton I'm not Madonna and I'm not George Michael who do you think that is? did you hear that clip alright? yes yes I heard that very well Um, play it again Sir Humphrey Handbag oh that's Elton it's definitely Elton (laughs) you think it's Elton? Sounds like that to me. I mean, it's not really a quiz, Neil. It is Elton John. Uh, We'll be chatting to him later on, or featuring him later on the show. And also, I've never told you this, Mm. uh, Robin played an exclusive gig to a handful of people in the week. And it was just super fans. I was lucky enough to be there. No. And I, totally not illegally, but I got my phone out and filmed some of it. (gasps) So later on, I have to show you, but do not tell the dark web because I will. I haven't done my census yet. And I no, I have. If the police are listening, I have. <laughs> and I, I haven't videoed anything illegally. All right. OK. No, please help us get out of this. We'll play a song well, now quickly. Uh, this is, did you hear what I did just then? No, I didn't. No, that's okay. At this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs Morning to Anthony Blackman, aka Trombone. Trombone. I decided. Um, he says you are a staple of our Saturday routine. Right. So that what a lovely thing. We're a staple, Neil. I'd love to be staple yes. to them. They're lovely. Oh, well, yeah, we are staple to you. Mm. Um, yeah. Beautiful to have you listening. Thank you. Time once again to peer at the world through the prism of a rainbow. Uh, lots of things happening this week, good, bad and ugly. Uh, first of all, here's a good idea. A united front of representatives from uh, Lib Dem, Labour and Conservative LGBTQ plus political groups co-signed a letter this week to Minister for Women and Equalities Liz Truss uh, demanding a legislative ban on conversion therapy. The letter points to the fact it's almost a thousand days since the UK government, then under former PM Theresa May, announced its intention to ban conversion therapy. Uh, The message of the letter essentially is, we're waiting, we're still here, you know. Why are they taking so long? A thousand days. Can you imagine if we were that slack with our Barclay card repayment? (laughs) Excuse me, you promised to do something. So you're now in jail. A thousand days. Mm, I know. Taking a... 
Doodle. There's a, a little bit of uh, sort of an upside to this. Liz Trust did appear on ITV this week and uh, seemed to confirm that the trans community would also be included in any forthcoming changes in the law. I'm very clear that we want to make sure that transgender people are free to live their lives and don't face the type of horrific conversion therapy that currently has been going on here in the UK. So that's that's brilliant, Neil. Shall I pencil in twenty twenty five? I know uh, as a rough date when that will actually get off its ass and do it. Dragging your um, heels a bit there, aren't they? Well, they, when I say it, I mean yeah. The, the the government, come on. How long do we have to mm, wait? I know, I know. You can't just keep adding to people you're going to help because you're stopping it by not doing it. So just are. get on with it. Thank you. Stop faffing about. This is good. The Bank of England has unveiled the Alan Turing £50 note. Uh, Turing, of course, gay hero for being a computer pioneer and co-breaker who lightly reduced the duration of the Second World War by a good couple of years, uh, thus saving millions of lives in the process. The new note features a photo of the mathematician taken in 1951, uh, which is part of the National Portrait Gallery's collection, apparently. It's going to enter circulation from the 23rd of June. Who's going to see it, though? That's the only thing I would say. Because on a fifty, isn't it? It's only going to be rich people. Yeah. You know. Well, luckily Neil has got a a mess brimming <laughs> with these new fifty pound notes. If you're lucky enough to be this and Albans, he might throw some at you. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've got I've got something quite heartwarming about Alan Turing later on in the show. Beautiful. It's a documentary that made me cry. You know, I'm very emotional about him, and I'm glad they've done this for the fifty. Yeah, you absolutely. can't put him on a fiver. He's better than that. Yeah, that's also you know true. what I mean. Yeah. Finally, actor Russell Tovey says being gay has shaped the roles he plays. Speaking to Attitude magazine, he says you draw upon your own life experience, and that as emotions when you're acting he also has been sharing his passion for art which russell has been a, key, a keen collector of in fact uh, he's turned his hobby into a very popular talk art podcast of which he's clearly very proud it's come out of a complete passion and being a complete geek for art i am an art geek the thing about art is that it's endless the opportunities to discover it and the fact that every year there's more artists coming out of art schools and more like outsider artists kind of developing their practice. I feel an absolute privilege to be able to connect to so many people about something that I absolutely love. Yeah. Superb. Um, that was a wonderful good, bad and ugly this week, Neil. I'd like you to think about your favourite work of art during this next song. Uh, and also, could we also send our love to Judge Rob Rinder, who just had a horrible attack this week. It's just mm. a, a absolutely appalling. A balaclava, and they mugged him for his phone. Mm. He begged for it back, and they laughed at him. And it's really shaking, it, shaking him up. Um, so we send love because we interviewed him, and he's a really, he's a genuine, lovely guy. And he hugged Alan Carr in front of us, and you can't fake that. Anyone who likes Alan Carr is all right in our book. Favorite piece of art, you were saying. Um, yeah, I was, I was nailed. Are you, are you okay? I'm just mm. checking because you have that gash. No, I'm fine. I want to check you all right. We'll, we'll go, we'll go back into that, the, that a bit later. Neil's hurt himself on the arm. It's quite. Mm. Can you take a photo so we can freak people? Oh, out? I don't think we would. That's not necessary. People don't want to see my pussy arm. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry if you're having your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Neil, I, w- I would like... It's a nice amuse-bouche. Let's go to the art thing before we get it down. Well, I think it's yes, either uh, the Matisse with the, ap- the, the, the apple and the bowl hat. I love that. But I, I think probably my favourite is slightly more surreal, more surreal than that, and it's the Dali with the... I don't know what it's called, but the, the watch, the timepiece is melting. I just love that. It's just... I can stare at that for ages. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're both lovely, they are. Um... It's really interesting. I, ju- I really love people's art. And when they come out with something really obscure like Madonna, you go, ah, then it must be intelligent. <laughs> um, so sometimes I copy her answers. But can I tell you, I've got three bits of art up in my house. Right. One of them is Rothko, maroon on, re- maroon on red. That's in my bedroom. Mm. Try not to be, try to keep your thoughts clean. Uh, my other one is Tamara Delempeca. It's only a small postcard, but it's one of my favourites, and it's Adam and Eve, and it's very, very erotic. Right, yeah. Uh, and the third one is a lovely postcard, which I'll go and get for you in a moment, of Marilyn Monroe. Uh, well, it's a, it's, a po- it's a framed print of her in bed when she did the photo shoot with Douglas. Uh, her in bed. It's called Marilyn in bed. And guess what, Neil? What? The only thing guess she's got on she's is doing. Chanel? No, she was in bed. Um, so that really did say what it was on the tin. Uh, this is going nowhere fast. So let's we'll come back with something more interesting in a moment. In a Debbie here. Uh, you can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. You can email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk if you'd like to get involved in the show. Uh, one here very quickly via Facebook. Andrew Pierce says, "Love the show today." Thank you very much, Andrew Pierce, for that. Very kind of you. Oh my God, that's not Andrew Pierce. I went to uni in Leeds with this it. Or the journalist. Whoever he is, he was quite, yeah, no, he was interesting bloke. He used to get up at 5am in the morning with a bat, bear in mind we were 18, mm. and get, do laps of the grounds with a weighed down backpack, like oh. he was in the SAS. Right. It's funny things you remember Andrews. about people, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I thought he was quite an, odd, quite an odd bloke, if I'm honest. I thought, why are you doing that? You need to get drunk, you idiot. Not to get a fit. Um, look what I've got, Neil. Look uh, what I've got. I've oh, run you... upstairs during that lovely song by... Who sung that last song? Uh, that was that uh, Rina Sawayama. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Lucid. Uh, so I've got my Marilyn. It, it's it's Marilyn in bed mm. and it's take by an incredible... You know, I'm obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. I, I think she's just wonderful. Mm. I really think she's wonderful. Favourite um, Marilyn film? Did the... Oh, no, I've never watched a film. What? My mum told me she's not a very good actress, but she's quite charismatic, so I haven't bothered. So, Douglas Kirkland did this set of photographs, right? Right. And it's called My Evening with Marilyn. And they set up this studio. It's brilliant if you get the chance to look at the photos. You might even know it. And they set up all these, uh, this, like, camera over the bed. And she had clothes on. And he sort of said, well, um, uh, Miss Monroe, uh, uh, and she went, do you want me to take my clothes off? Mm. And she did, and mm. it became the hottest photo shoot. And there's a massive book about it. Right. So that's in my bedroom, that piece Beautiful. of art. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, I've got, Shelley, I've got two Georgia O'Keeffe's, the, the poppies, and then an exhibition photo. Oh. Oh, actually, I should open up my house that's as a gallery. That's exactly, yeah. I can make a fortune here, Neil. Well, six pieces of art. You'd be forever tidying up, though, wouldn't you? Well, mind you, actually, that yeah. in itself is a work of art. People could come and look Tracy, around your if mess. Tra- if Tracy Emin can make millions out of a dirty bed, I could make squillions out of a filthy house and car. You can try. 
And this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. I've just sent you a picture, Neil. Right. Uh, I wonder if anybody else does this. Hmm. I don't call anyone in my life who they are on my phone. Right. Very few people are. Very right. few people are. So I just typed in Neil and you came up as Neil Granny Smacker. What? And I nearly sent the photo that's in your phone now hmm. uh, to him. Um, would you like to know? Who is I'm Neil Granny Slap? Yeah. I assume it's, it's not me. Because that is no. me. Yeah. <laughs> smacker, Neil. Not Slapper. Oh, right, okay. He's not a Granny sla- He's a Granny Smacker, which <laughs> makes sense when you hear the story. Okay. We were in Costa Coffee <laughs> in Borders. Oh, do you remember Borders oh, bookshops when yes. they were open? Yes, you could go oh, shopping. Oh, oh you, could, you could read books for hours and not buy them. That's why their That's business right. model didn't work. And you could look at people, couldn't you? You could stare at them and a particular type of people, type of person that you liked going in there to watch. Call the police, someone who's listening, because that sounded strange. <laughs> so we were in Costa Coffee in Oxford, and Neil, who, my friend who's a radio guy, I worked with him at Fox FM, and he was very animated with his hands. He was always, like, all animated like that. Right. And he went, so what do you want? Do you want a latte? And he, when he threw his arm back, we, we heard this, out. <laughs> He had, he had smacked full on the chops, <laughs> not by purpose. A granny, right. who, I mean, I, how her dentures didn't fly out the room and land in self-help is beyond me. And he just couldn't apologise enough. And I was trying to stop uh, through smiles, but not smiling. I was, oh, my God, are you all right? We must buy your coffee. And she's like, I'm fine. And her lips started to swell. So that's why the, so that's why Granny Smacker is. You're, 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 to be honest with you, you're Neil Gaydar. You're Neil Gaydar. Oh, come on. That was years ago. So, um, we've had this text in, which is why I texted you. Right. Can you have a look at your phone right now? Or has this link gone on too long? No, it's fine. This has not gone on too long. Oh! I want to read this out, because Neil doesn't look at Twitter, because I like it to be surprised for him. Good morning, you gorgeous pair. Uh, As tis now tradition... I'm taking you walkers today with my friend's dog, Orla. Don't forget your walking boots. And I'm sorry, Orla's eyes could just... Honestly, she could stop wars with those eyes. She could, yeah. She's a little... What do you think she is? Do you think she's the Dutch hound? She's got a ball near her mouth. But she's just so cute, isn't she? Look, little eyes. She's like a Dalmatian. Yeah. Yeah, she's like a Dalmatian crossed with a... um, uh, uh, Dutch hound. Another dog. I mean, we really... If Scruffs want us to do the, the uh, yeah, Scruffs. Like Claire Balding. Oh, is it Scruffs? Scruff, is that a gay? It's a gay app in there. I'm not working for them. These are Gadia's anthems. Got an hour of those coming away now as we speak. And also some freedom of choice here very soon. Ah, oh, Darth is with us. I haven't played in Frasers. That's for Ben Z, who's a dear friend. It's her birthday this week. Oh, as, as my friend Lou does as well, we're really geeking out. In 2022, we, we're going. We're all going to the Royal Albert Hall to see Return of the Jedi, right. played by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. <laughs> Shut up! I love them. They're my favourite. Um, sorry, Neil. I've got someone on the phone right now. Hello, who's there? It's a Humphrey handbag. Oh, hello there. Could, sorry, I need a little more information. I'm not Madonna, and I'm not George Michael. It was his 74th birthday uh, this week, Neil. Oh, yes, his hair helps. doesn't look a day over 21. Mm. Uh, Sir Elton John, who we were lucky enough to interview, 
uh, a few years ago. You want to tell the anecdote about 10 to Elton, 10 to Elton? Well, it was just the fact that we were getting all worked up about it. And we had uh, the thing that always sticks in my mind about that day was uh, we had the uh, the ginger cake, Jamaican ginger cake, cake on standby. We were eating that buttered yeah. uh, and it was all 10 to Elton. It was 10 minutes to go, 10, we were getting very excited and worked up about it. It was brilliant, wasn't it? We were... May I say a different, just a slightly different mm. perspective, like Hitchcock does? Yeah. So our hearts were in our throats because we were chatting in LA time mm. to uh, Sir Elton John, Sir Flipping Elton John. Oh, hello? Oh dear. And we were, you know, it doesn't work. What if that doesn't work? And then he came on the radio. He came on the line mm. uh, live from his. Is it LA home? Or I think he was in Atlanta, and maybe David was in. in well, they, they were in different places in the states for a start, and us in in London. Yeah, that's right. So Elton was there. We weren't too worried about David Furnish, my partner. But we had to. We, they came as a pair. But Neil, it was wonderful to talk to him, and I, I thought we must celebrate Elton today. He's going to be part of our poo later on. Oh right! And I thought one of my favourite things in the world about Sir Elton John was that documentary that David Furnish, my partner, made uh, quite a few years ago now called Tantrums and Tiaras. Um, it is without a doubt in my top three of documentaries. Mm, mm. Uh, it's sadly not available in your country. Thank you, YouTube. It's never so been repeated. Very dark. Well, it has been repeated, but you can't see, you can't get it for free for YouTube type things. So I managed to get some dodgy uh, audio of Sir Elton John in full flow. It's such a brilliant documentary. It shows him in his sort of how funny he is, mm. how talented he is, and also when the diva comes out uh, of him. Right, okay. All this amount of work that I put in and someone leaves a f bag in a car. I don't believe it. I'll do everything my self in the future. Oh. I don't make Videos. And he storms out room and he goes and makes a video. Uh, someone left a bag in the back of one of the limos and right. drove off with it. Oh dear. Uh, and it was right. for the video for Believe. That's in the opening few minutes of the You're documentary. Eating. My favourite clip mm. uh, was the one where he was playing tennis in, I think it was France's French villa. And a fan looked at this clip isn't available illegally. Mm. Uh, sorry, on YouTube. And I looked through and I tried to find it and she was looking through the net going, Oh, Cooey! And, you know, because she was a fan. And he went, right, that's it! And he, put, he absolutely insisted he was flying home on the next plane. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Right, take me home now! I'm not staying at this country one more minute! And it is such a brilliant moment. But I want, to, I want you to delve down into the deep parts of your mind. Mm. And we have touched on this before, about when you've gone hashtag temper temper and you have lost your shizzle mm. majorly. I've done it twice in my life. I've seen you do it once, Neil. Yeah, but yeah. please, we want to hear it because it's great content, everyone. At this is Ndebs, at Gadio, email ndebs at gadio.co.uk and I'll tell you about my potato story next. All right. Potato story. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to a brand new listener called mm. John Thelepo. And <laughs> Mess with my Nikes. Is it Nike or Nikes? Nike. Nike. Nikes. Dust. Dust. Now, I did play you a little clip of um, one of our favourites. 
it's a Humphrey handbag. Losing his shizzle. This is Elton John, and we love him, but we do love his tantrums mm. and his tiaras, but more his tantrums. And I've asked if you have ever lost your, I mean, so ragey. Mm. Not, don't, we don't want anything that has ended up in court, but, you know, light... Light tempers. Well, this. Well, no. There was an, an occasion with a very early uh, days boyfriend who was. Uh, hang on, hang on. Hang on, Neil. This is. Everyone, take notes of this because this will be in. Gone. So this early boyfriend. No, and we were going out clubbing one night, and yeah, uh, he got a bit upset. <laughs> he spent hours getting ready. So, yeah. uh, uh, and uh, I had a bit of a goem about it, and he locked himself in the bathroom and wouldn't go out. <laughs> And I oh said, this God, is ridiculous. That's... We're going to be even later now. Honestly, oh, I had to talk him that's... down. <laughs> that's so Starina from Birdcage. Yeah. <laughs> was that... Was no, that... no, no, no. It's somebody way before him. Who was that? No, somebody. Where's the, one, of the, one of the earlier possessive ones? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, which one? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say his oh, name. Wow. It'll be unfair. But um yes, uh yes. I had to talk him down to get and we were then even later going out I and mean, it was infuriating, it was so infuriating. Did you, did you say at the end of the night, God, you look you should have made more of an effort. <laughs> I would have said that. You don't look that great. You don't look as good as normal. You don't look as good as normal. Um Neil, I'm going to take you back to a twelve year old Debbie, right. if I may. Mm-hmm. Picture it, Star Wars jumper on, right. lots of goldfish around me, well, two goldfish still alive yeah, around yeah. me, and sort of a bit of a tomboy. And my mum went out, well, she married this like, total pillock, an mm. absolute art, art uh, idiot. Right. right, careful. And I, uh, the only time I felt rage flow through my body so much that I had to pick something up and throw it to express <laughs> my fury at the t- idiot. Right. It's quite hard to do. So my mum used to keep potatoes by the back door. Right. Um, like, to set scene here, they weren't big potatoes. They were the new baby potatoes. Right, good, yeah. So I thought, right, he's fire. I hate this man. And I, the 12-year-old picked up a potato, probably the size of your eye, mm. probably the size of your eye, mm. and I threw it like I was at the Olympics. Mm. Uh, missed him, bounced off the wall, so that was slightly uh, embarrassing, but it's the only time I've actually lost control of my body that I have thrown something. Right. Would be, well, at least it was a comedy potato. Yes, yeah. Um, and my other one was when Luke Wilkinson, I'm taking you back to six-year-old Debbie, Neil. Right. That's oh, a bit further back. Um, bad bad haircut, cut by my mum. Mm. And Luke Wilkinson, it's St John's yeah. infants, mm. told me, uh, when I said, can I play football with the tennis ball in the in the, in the the back, you know, in the schoolyard? Playground, yeah. Can I play football? And he went, no. And oh. I went, why not? He says, you're a girl. <gasps> um, fury ran through my uh, seven-year-old or six-year-old body. And I grabbed him by the... By the what? By the... Careful. <laughs> I right. grabbed him by the collar. Oh, right. Which I right. got told to do by my mum in self-defence. Oh, OK, good. Right. Grabbed him by the collar, Scottish mm. way. Mm. And I whacked him on his uh, nose gave him a nosebleed right. my mum was promptly called and she came and collected me from school mm. uh, and I did I did get a bit of a tone off by the teachers but not too much because I think they secretly liked the fact I stuck up for myself and winner winner chicken dinner Neil what happened the next day did you get the potato that you'd thrown the other day uh, as part of your dinner and I used it as a football <laughs> no I didn't I got, I was on the football team and no one ever, ever asked me or challenged me again. Oh, wow. I was the only girl on the football team. Good for you. 
Were you any good? Oh, it's terrible. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't pick me. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the Right, once again, it's our freedom of choice. We have, well, I'm going to play you three classic clips from the archives. Debbie, you have a decision to make, of course, and that is which one of those songs we are going to hear in full at the end of the Anthems Hour, okay? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I've been delving again, and, uh, well, I think this is, uh, this is, takes me back to back in the day, as it were. Cahill's Tripping on You. So there we are, Cahill tripping on you. You could have that in happy. full uh, at the end of That's the... That's very happy, Neil. It is up, upbeat and feel good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this next track you could choose, I think this was a summer hit from about mm, maybe three years ago, three, four years ago. Uh, it's Debange and Oliver Twist. my boy uh, Debange Oliver Twist that is your second choice on Freedom of Choice this week you got to pick your pocket off too <laughs> come in Nancy <laughs> I, that, was, that wasn't was, the film oh, that wasn't the it film. was actually not a clip that was actually Debbie brilliant you would never have told the dis- different oh whatever right uh, your third choice this week uh, this one reminds me of the old place as well where we used to work I love this song uh, see if you remember the Ode to the Bouncer from Studio oh! Killers. Studio Killers, Ode to the Bouncer. May I remind you at this moment in time, you are not allowed to give any hints as to which track you want to hear in about half an hour from now. Neil, thank God I learnt from Victoria Corrin Mitchell to have a poker face because there was no difference in each of my reactions to those songs. No, that's true, um, actually, yeah. thought, No one will know number three. I mean, you'd have to be really, really on it. Right. Uh, there's really good ones. I'm looking forward to making that decision right. later on in the show, Neil. Not before. Awesome. You can tweet us at this is Come out of the thing. Look, it's all coming out of... Sorry. Won't come out of the thing. Look, it's all coming out all crusty. I fell on it, Doctor. That link, what? I, it just it just played out. Nothing to do. With it. Uh, our email is endebs@gadio.co.uk. I mentioned earlier on a confession from Miriam Margulies. She was on this morning. You know they love having her on there with Philip and Holly. Um, a confession about her having made a sex tape. Oh God. Um, this is her fessing up. Well, I did a couple of sex tapes. Um, oh. Sexy Sonia leaves from my schoolgirl diary. That was that was one of them. But I have to stress, they were audio tapes. They were not visual, and they're very exhausting because when you're simulating orgasm, as all of you out there know, it's tiring and you get a headache. It's not a question of having a headache at the beginning. You get a headache at the end. Yeah, I see the glamour, the glamour of it. She is so... I just love her enunciation, don't you? Mm. It, it was exhausting. Um, you know my friend Karina? 
Oh, yes. She had to do the same sort of thing. She had to play a sexy dolphin in a online game. <laughs> and she had to sort of get really into it. And, and I went, and then I said, did you have to do it? No. Did you she said, yeah, I had to speak. I had a speaking part. Huh? So she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Isn't That's that weird? Really, and don't really forget, big. Neil, mm. if we're going to talk about sex tapes, um, well, not sex, sorry, not sex tapes, things that you've sent, that you've filmed. Yes. Uh, don't forget, my left nipple is still somewhere out in the uh, internet. Yes, yes, <laughs> Remember, yeah, in the yeah. early days, I had mm. a Nokia, yeah. and that girl who I was seeing from Gaydar Girls, she asked, she, I said, oh, I'll, I'll send you some. It's just as a joke. It wasn't serious. And we were both obviously over 18. Yeah. And I said, oh, have you got it yet? you got it i've just taken a picture and she went no and i went oh no and i looked through my set things and i thought i don't know <laughs> so my, someone has got my left nipple on their phone and i'd quite like it back please <laughs> violated Gadio. what's our favorite film uh priscilla queen of the desert <laughs> when they've got those flappy frilled lizard outfits on at the end yeah. and terror stamp licks away police <laughs> Hello to Crystal Earth, S.A. Mm. And this is Index. Radio, uh, if you'd love to tweet, tweet us, please do it. I love your show. I listen every Saturday from Joburg, oh. Johannesburg. That is stunning to have you listening there. Neil, get your Mercer out. And can we have some uh, Mrs. Wall's chutney um, sent over to us immediately? Because I do miss that terribly. I know you can buy it in this country, but it's not the same. Right. And some VBs. Okay. Um, Showing off your bin. Well done. Lovely. Borovost, please. For my braai. Neil, I can't talk about that right now. Mm. We have got to go and celebrate all that is... A beautiful week when two things of your favourite things come together at once. Not many people know this, but Robin did a very secret gig in Oxford in the week. Very strange, don't ask me why. And I was in the audience. There's no. probably about five of us because of COVID and all that. And we had to put our masks on. So I've, I've filmed it and it was, uh, I mean, the acoustics weren't amazing in where we were with my phone. But just enjoy this. Sing along Hang if you know which one it Sorry, is. So you were there? Yeah, I was there. That's well, I'm amazing. I'm a huge Robin fan. I'm a huge Robin How'd fan. How did you get there when there's just five oh, of you? I love Robin, Neil. You should know this about me. It's actually on my Twitter biog. I love Roshi Murphy and Robin. Oh, an equal part. And David Attenborough. I'm impressed. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Uh, so this is a bit of an exclusive turn your radio up can you drop the bed right down Neil this is Robin performing on it was on Wednesday evening uh, here we go can you turn the bed right down don't worry it'll go when we hear the music oh <laughs> key change uh, hang on key change here we go oh so, Neil, well, yes, I, mean, I did get you. It's beautiful, yeah, but did. you did get me then. I really I believe for a second it was the actual Robin, the, the singer. Well, uh, It's all right. It will be worth it. Trust me, because we are about to play Robin, so you get two for one. Mm. Um, I was in a garden centre, Burford Garden Centre. Oh, it's hello there. Opening. No, actually, it's not a plebby one. It's very ABC one. People call Velvet and Chlamydia shop there, so shut it. <laughs> right? The cheapest plant in there. You you need better get your savings out, love. Right, right. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And this, I was in a little area, and I sort of. You looking down at your phone? You're right. No, you, sorry, I'm just being you? troubled by my uh, by my wound. Arm. Yeah, it's sorry, not ruining sorry. this link. Sorry. But, um, no, lovely Robin. So, yes. So this Robin was seeing like that. Oh, oh my god! Really piping out some amazing bird song in here to get us in the mood to buy things and be at one with nature, and then less than a hand away, sort of an arm stretched out arm, there was this Robin giving full concert Beautiful. and no one was paying any attention they were face down in their palms and just walked right past her and i was watching going this is one of the, i was sat there for about 20 minutes yeah. then the penny dropped with the family who were next to me who picked up an aloe vera and they saw me filming the robin and it is a bit muffled because we've got our mouths on but this mm. is the moment you realize nature's right in front of your eyes don't be blind to it I thought it was through speakers, and we've got our own little concert here. It's amazing, eh? Yeah, I didn't realise it was actually fun. Oh, it is good, yeah. Got Frank Sinatra over here. <laughs> yeah, made them laugh, Neil, made them laugh! Complete strangers. Um, so, yeah, I did, hang, I did hang around that family a bit too too longer than was necessary. They were starting to get suspicious. Um, but there we are. I'm going to post the video because it will make your heart sing. So, Beautiful. less in life, don't look down, look up mm. and enjoy nature because she's there to make us happy. And boy, do we love her. choice once again uh, it's part of the show where i uh, play debbie three tracks uh, from the archive which we played earlier on about half an hour ago and then debbie has to decide which one we're going to hear in full i can give you a quick recap if you'd like to hear we had uh, cahill we also had De, uh, De, uh, oliver twist and studio killers was the last one uh, so those are the three tracks this week um, easy one this week neil because mm. not many songs feature the lyrics not to mention knickers <laughs> So, please, could we have Ode to the Bouncer, not only because it's great, because it also mentions a dog from uh, Neighbours. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course it does, yes. And I've also, now you've reminded me of that, uh, I've found this. Oh. Oh, hang on. i found this. Lift up lid, pull down knickers. On the show, I will tell you about my dad falling this week into a bonfire. Don't laugh, it's not funny, except it is. And uh, he was, he's, everything's fine, he's safe. Uh, don't panic. Well, I feel wrong about doing this, but I'd like to celebrate Alan Turing. Oh, right, yes, brilliant. Yeah, so there we are, bonfire in Alan Turing. Idris Elba and Inner City on Gadio. No more looking back. You'll never hear. Oh, that's actually very true. To be fair, mm, yeah. we don't want to after the last crappy year, do we? No, it's very true, yeah. Bye, Felicia! <laughs> Sick of wearing a face mask that makes me look like Bane from Batman, Neil. Right. <laughs> this is Ndebsatgadio, email ndebsatgadio.co.uk. Sorry? Well ahead of PPE. Uh, this is Ndebs. Uh, hello to a new listener. He's a 26-year-old long-term problem solver and complaints guru. Huh? <laughs> 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 um, Mickey Wheeler is his name. Very good. He's a Westie owner and lover. Oh, he loves Westies. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Beautiful. Okay. It's always lovely to have a Westie owner. Uh, um, can I just say, you know, are you... Uh, well, I am. If you... Are, it, well, this is actually for anybody that's single... 
um, uh, uh, maybe um, is you know hopeful of finding love but hasn't done. Maybe you've got to a certain point in your life thinking, "Whoa, that's it." I'm never going to meet anybody. Well, you know, it might still yeah. happen. It might still happen. Oh. I was listening to a podcast this week, and um, I've never heard Paul Gambaccini do many interviews about his personal life, his relationships, and it's an interview uh, series. It's Johnny and Tiggy Walker. It's called Consciously Coupling, and Paul Gambaccini's on there with his partner, Chris Sherwood. Sexy. And uh, they are a lovely couple. They've been together for about 11 years. They've been married and everything, and um, uh, obviously Paul had had various relationships but it was a bit later on he kind of like thought well that's it I'm not going to meet he had one person that he'd had a, a sort of a live-in relationship with but and various other people but it never worked out anyway they met and it became quite serious and they got married and um uh it, oh. sorry I thought I'd lose you for a second there um he um starts talking about um when people start going about asking you about a so-and-so's what their what do you think of their partner when they meet somebody and he right. starts talking about Elton John who I know has been celebrating his birthday this week and um, what people were asking, because he's friends, Paul Gamgee's quite friendly with Elton, obviously, um, and what people were saying to him about, um, well, what do you think about David Furnish? And Paul has this beautiful reply to anybody that asked a question of anybody in a relationship. Have a listen. People would say to me, what do you think of David Furnish? It was like people used to say, what do you think of Linda McCartney? And I would just say five words. He made my friend happy. I'm not interested in uh, the pros and cons of David Furnish or Linda McCartney or anybody else. If they can make my friend happy, I'm glad. And uh, Elton has been extremely happy with David, which shows that you can find a soulmate in later life as he did and as I did. As long as you're receptive, you'll pick up the frequency when it is broadcast. I knew I had to bring it back to radio. But... Uh, you see, you will get the message as long as you're ready to receive the message. The wisdom of Paul Gambaccini. There we are. We've talked about this before and that it, what a lovely man he is. That says everything about it. Mm. Um, and we met uh, Chris when we interviewed Paul Gambaccini. He invited us to his flat on the South Bank. And I loved the fact that Paul Gambaccini had a pole uh, in the middle of his living room. <laughs> A pole for to do, you know, to a pole. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, for Chris exercise. Chris was lovely, and mm. I think what he's just said is so true. And do you remember my friend Mark? And I said this to you as well. If you aren't over someone, you have blockage. It's exactly mm. what Paul Gambaccini said. Yeah. And people pick up on it. You have to be absolutely free yeah. before you're, re you're ready. You might think you are, and people monkey branch, don't they? They go from one relationship to the other. But unless you are actually you're over someone yeah. and I think it takes at least six months Neil do you remember oh. our conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. that yes yes yeah, no, no. go on remind me remind well no because I said oh come on get back on the bike yeah. you'll be fine but actually when and now I've been through that myself it's taken me a lot longer than six months so but six uh, months yeah, yeah. Mm. two weeks you said when I first met you Neil when I split up with a girl you went oh get, get straight back on it two weeks <laughs> He's so wise, Paul Gambaccini. What a beautiful man. That's a yeah. lovely clip, Neil. Put yeah. that on a T-shirt. And you can hear that interview. is on Consciously Coupling is the podcast. Hello to um, to a beautiful person called Brian, 068 Brian, who says, Endeavs for, for breakfast. <laughs> is he a cannibal, do you think? Oh, maybe. Yeah. What, do, what, do, what do you mean by that, Brian? <laughs> Naughty man. Um... Neil, I've got not one, not two, but three things for a date for your diary. Babe, 
Uh, you know, each week I'm trying to give you things to put in your diary because we actually can go out and see human beings soon. Mm. <laughs> what is a human being? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> Why? I've got three documentaries for you. Oh, brilliant. I'm a doc. Mm. Three musical flipping supernovas. Right. We're talking Cher. We're talking Aretha. We're talking Tina. I think we'll start with the genius that is Aretha Franklin. Now, here's a group that got their name from Hubcap. There is a documentary that is out now. Right. And it stars Tony Award winner Cynthia Ervio. Do you know her? No. She was no. on She was on uh, Broadway's The Colour Purple. Right. She stars as Aretha and... My God, you need to Google the pictures. You need to watch it. Right. And it is her playing Aretha all through the early days, through her life. It's just... She is superb, this so, actress. And it is on... Uh, it's on Nat Geo. I don't know that channel, but it might mean National Geographic. Well, it can't be. She's not... I'm sorry. She's not a whale, Lisa, um, Neil. Lisa. Nat Geo. Aretha Franklin. She got to do with me with the geography. With no. that. We move on to Tina Turner. Right, yes. uh, she's got a fantastic documentary which is out on Sunday on mm. Sky, and we all love Tina. <laughs> it's called Tina. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. God, they must have spent hours on that. Is this the one I played the and, trailer from the other week? Is that one? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Brilliant. It is. And she is, it, it, she, she's on it, and she's really, really honest about it. It's the one you played a little clip about her mum, and she's yeah. waiting for her mum, and oh, she never yeah. came back. So that is out. I'm definitely going to watch that. I love a music documentary. I love mm. a music documentary. This one might put the cherry on the cake. Uh, do you remember a certain elephant that was adopted by a certain singer? This one here. And an elephant, long kept in poor conditions at a zoo in Pakistan, is being moved to a retirement in Cambodia after the campaign by animal welfare activists and the pop star Cher. So, Cher saved this elephant. Mm, yeah, They've yeah. made a flipping documentary about Cher saving my elephant! My, my, my. I hope for the trailer for that or the poster. <laughs> They've got her on the trunk like she did those, yeah. uh, those guns for turn back time. It's May 19th, Smithsonian Channel. Right. But I thought, Neil, if we've got the elephant, yeah. it's a lovely chance to reflect on... Do you remember Nelly the Trump elephant? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when she got defeated out of the White House. Mm. Why can't we play this? Would you drop the bed over your end now, mm, yeah. please? We're doing this by our home studio, so... Yeah. You know when I'm at detail. Yeah, far away. You drop the bed? I can still hear it. There we go. President packed her trunk and said goodbye to the White House. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. Nellie the elephant packed her trunk and trundled back to the jungle. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. To me, this is a very sad moment, mm. and we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have. You didn't, did you? Here's Tina. Right now, now I'm afraid we've it's trending on Twitter. People are desperate to hear what the hell has been going on in your neck of the woods. Hang on a second, I just need to load a bed. Oh, okay. Um, we've had so many people on. Uh, ah. I want to know. <laughs> yes. Please, Neil, don't joke. You've no. been brave throughout this show. Oh, thanks. Got thanks. On a brave thanks. face. Yeah. Your well, arm is sleeping. 
There was a gashing wound coming out. Holding okay. up to camera three, Neil, and really freak right. people out. Can I just... Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Can I just warn people that, you know, if you're ever going to do something uh, DIY about the house, always do a risk assessment in your head about things that could potentially go wrong before you do them. I thought it's been quite careful. We had a bonfire in the week um, because we've amassed this massive just pile of leaves and shrubbery we've been collecting from the garden. Um, and it was brilliant. It's great. I love a good bonfire. But I managed to pick up this log and I burnt myself on, on that on the day we had. It was, yeah, it was so stupid. And then the next morning, that it was... Had been such a, a vast and hot bonfire even though it was smouldering it was still going my dad and this is unbeknownst to me he got up early he went outside look he's he's getting on a bit he's a little bit dodgery let's say he's quite rotund in shape and he was down at the at the um, bonfire just sort of stoking it and just tidying it around the edges and and, you, and now this is not funny you're not supposed to laugh <laughs> I'm not, he, not. he toppled over <laughs> He fell into the bonfire. He fell. And, but the thing is, you know when somebody comes back later on, they're telling you the story of what happened and you can't help but... <laughs> Yeah. He 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 fell into the bonfire, and once he'd landed, he thought, "I need to get out of here quick." So he then rolled out, and as he rolled out, his glasses flew off into the bonfire. <gasps> and so of course now he's he needs his glasses to be able to see. He can't see his. Honestly, I don't know how he, he he did manage to retrieve them. Luckily, they didn't get burnt or anything, and um, he managed to sort of stagger up and came back indoors. He was a little bit shaken up, bless him, but it was the way he was told the story, and he's oh. fine. Nothing serious had happened, so he's okay. It could have been quite serious, if you know. But so, but it was just the way he told the story. Me and my mum were, were like, we're glad that you're okay, but and we just kept laughing. You were laughing. Well, Mrs. Do you know Mrs. Two Soup Sex is probably getting back at him. You know, Mrs. Although Soup she Soup had a good old girl to him as I well. I hereby christen this budget Barbie camper <laughs> Priscilla, Queen of the Dolphins. Oh, no, that was the wrong clip. But um, she's probably getting her back, uh, herself back from Martin from the other week in the tinfoil. Yes. Uh, I'm not being, I'm not being sort of sick. Have you got footage of this on your screen? <laughs> this is the unfortunate thing. I wasn't there when it all... If I had been there, I probably would have done it. that thing. Have you it. wouldn't have helped him out. You would have filmed it. 250 <laughs> quid. Neil, there was a very popular feature on last week's show. Mm. <laughs> the BBC have been on the phone about it. Right. ITV have been on the phone about it. Yeah. It was this. So last week, right. yes. uh, it is, it's an occasional table uh, feature, Neil. If something's said on the TV that we can sort of clip up and make it sound a bit phallic, uh, mm. we will. Okay. Tom, if you blow successfully, I will eat the whole cake. Well, I will. Look forward to that. Well, Neil, we've had several. I mean, it, we've had three people answer, uh, take part in this competition. This week, right. Three. Right. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Huge success. Seriously. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kinsley. Can't read that out. Uh, Del. Uh, oh, Del Boy. Del Boy Dorset. Hashtag missing words. Actually, lol. Ball, b- blow. Oh, no, I can't read that one out either, can I? <laughs> Lots of luck from Mark and Del. So. <laughs> there is a flaw in this feature, but John Mann, thank God, saves the day. Right. And he says quite correctly, so is the winner uh, for last week's one. Sugar, it's sugar. You all have filthy minds, and you are quite right. Um, 
John? Tom, if you blow sugar successfully, I will eat that whole cake. Well, I will look forward to that. Um, I've got one for next week, um, but this week I've got... I haven't got one. All right, so that feature will pop up when we have content for it. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sure we had the answer on this last week anyway. I mean, we what did, is, but to be honest with you, I just wanted to mention their names. Waste of time. Sorry. <laughs> At this is Ndebsagedio, email ndebsagedio.co.uk. Big love, big up love to our beautiful friend Tom Knight. Uh, who, he's just superb. You've got to love Tom. Yeah. He put a brilliant tweet out in the week. Uh, he says, as amazing it as it is to see Alan Turing on the new £50 note, it would be much more poignant if conversion therapy wasn't still legal in this country. Right. Alan was castrated for being gay and later took his own life. If we truly want to honour this man, it's time to hashtag ban conversion therapy. We've retweeted uh, Tom's tweet. Please get it going as well. I've got something really special to play you um neil i got you know i get really emotional about alan turing i heard a documentary on the world service years ago and it was uh, he's not portrayed how he is in uh, the codebreaker the the film with benedict oh no what's his name benedict, benedict cumberbatch benedict cumberbatch <laughs> <laughs> him sherlock right Right. I think he portrayed him as quite a cold and sort of not very friendly guy. Right. And all the documentaries I've ever heard, you know, Alan was so shy and he helped all these students with all these their maths things. He was so beautiful. He seemed like a beautiful person. Mm. And I just thought what happened to him was so evil. Mm. Um, and I was so thrilled when he won the uh, the BBC's Icon of the Decade feature yes. a couple of years ago. He was a man who worked almost entirely in secret. He received little credit for cracking the Nazi codes and shorming the war. And who died having been branded a criminal. Today, he's the most celebrated figure of the 20th century. The father of computing, war hero, and genius, Alan Turing. I mean, that is amazing. Century, not decades, century. I know. Yeah. And there's an incredible documentary, which is on witness history. It's of the daughter who was the psychiatrist for Alan Turing, mm. who Alan Turing befriended. Did you know about this woman? No. Right. Her name is Maria. She was a little girl, like six or seven, when Alan Turing used to come round to their house and see their father for about uh, psychiatric uh, for psychiatric treatment all right have a listen to this i can remember him sitting in the living room i would be sitting on the floor playing and i played solitaire and he befriended me he was a very kind loving person and well i can remember him sitting down next to me on the carpet i became quite attached to him given that Alan came to your house. Was that relatively unusual for a patient or, or did that happen all the time? It was very rare. To what extent was the basic fact that Alan even went to your father to do with his homosexuality? I believe so, yes. Um, we knew that he was a homosexual, not a gay person, because that's, of course, a much more contemporary word. 
My father was a very broad-minded, liberal-thinking person, and he felt that he could be a good listening ear to help Alan Turing come to terms with the person he was. But what kind of man did he seem to you? He was very gauche. He was embarrassed with himself and didn't care at all about his appearance. And he stammered. He stammered quite heavily and he bit his nails as well. So he had obviously lots of issues, but he was warm and friendly. It's a brilliant documentary. Oh my goodness. It's stunning. There's a really tender side to Alan Turing, mm. and I, I'm mm. angry at that Codebreaker film because they just did, it didn't portray him like how I think he comes across by people who know him. Right. I love Alan Turing, Neil, and I, I would like that £50 note. Right? Well, my birthday coming up. Okay, let's see what we can do. If you'd like to buy just one. Google. See if you I wonder how much it will cost. Martin Brooks, happy birthday to you for the 3rd of April. In lockdown and self-isolating and friends had to sing through him uh, through the window for happy birthday. So I hope this year it's a little bit different, but happy birthday. Mm. Uh, Come through and sing through Neil, another, another window. That's certainly ruined it. Neil, it's time for some poo from our beautiful icon from the LGBT community. It's a Humphrey handbag. This was taken from Tantrins and Tiaras, so the audio isn't crystal clear. Uh, um, HB, <gasps> but it's Elton John saying how he signs into hotels, which names he gives. Right. I had to check about five or six times that I had edited this because he, he, his mouth isn't particularly clean. And here he is starting it off in French. An autre question for moi. You never use your own name when you stay in a hotel. It's the same old story in this tackle. And that's the Neil and Debbie show for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. And uh, we'll be back very soon. Sup up and sod off. It's charming, isn't it? Make mother another drink. Okay. Any more? I I can't comment on that. Oh, All right. Okay. I, I, I... All right that's a, that'll do it then. Thank you. You have a brain. Use it. Radio. Extra, extra. Tweet all about it. Oh, here we are. Um... <laughs> Uh, doing a midweek extra bit. Oh, God. Some days after the last show. Oh, Debbie, you've just frozen. Are you there? Hello? I mean, you're dipping in and out already. Can you hear me all right? Yes. You disappeared for a second, but you seem to be oh, back. I'm here. Can you hear yeah. me all right? I can hear you fine, yes. <laughs> uh, I tell you what I tell you what I'm going to do, because I'm in the... I'm in the kitchen at parties. I'm okay. actually in the kitchen, hence right. the um, Royal Victoria Albert Hall echo, echo, echo. Mm. But I haven't got my extra internet. Oh, um, that might be it. No, that's uh, a dildo. That's wrong you word. Have to go around the back. Um, plug in go around thing. the back. Yeah. Yeah. I go around the back. So I'm going to go around the back. <laughs> Hang on. We're just, we're just doing a tour of my living room. Lovely. Hello. Yeah. Uh, skip over the shit on the floor. There's not a shit on the floor, actually. No, it's least coming up this weekend. Yes, that's why it's so tidy. Can you see? Have a look. Describe what you can see, Neil. It's really tidy. There's nothing anywhere. Nothing. There's no clutter. There. Brilliant. All chucked in that cupboard on the side there. Brilliant. No, it's all chucked down there. It's going to go in the shed. Oh. <laughs> I've, got, you know, I've got a theory, love. Hang on, let me just plug in my bolt-on extra. I've got a theory. We don't change from when we're um, like eight-year-olds. No, no. And there are some eight-year-olds that go... 
Oh, yes, I'd love... To. Hi, my name's Chlamydia. I'd love to tidy up my viola case and put everything mm. in alphabetical, uh, you know, scientific order. And there's some of us that just go, I want to go out and kick a ball against the wall, so I'm going to put everything under the bed. Right, yes. Um, yeah. I'm afraid the yeah. adult Debbie has not changed from the child Debbie. No. Has the adult Neil changed from the child Neil? Um, I used to be quite um, fastidious about being tidy, and I'm... I've, oh, I love you, Neil! But no, but uh, as I've got older, I can't be bothered a lot of the time. My bedroom, slovenly. I keep... I, I have become very slovenly in my... Slovenly. Uh, I keep meaning to tidy up my room and do, and I don't yeah. do it. I do, and I'm very ashamed of myself. <laughs> Listen to us, we're at fully grown adults. I haven't tidied my room. Sorry, I'm Mum. Overeating, I mean, all of that. Yeah, don't, don't love, don't look. Here's my bolt on extra. I'm actually on my, Neil, I'm actually on my knees for the first time during the oh, show. I need to go and get something to, to um, prod you up on. Mm. But this should make it clearer. This should be, this should be Elon Musk clear. Yes. In three, two, one, I'm in. My router's on. Can you oh, hear right. that clearer? Can you no, hear it's that just clearer? the same, to be honest with you. Nothing happened. Oh, but, uh... <laughs> a load of bollocks, that was. I'm glad I spent £15.99 with that. Yeah, she um, was doing something. Let me just, I'm going to put you over there. Excuse me while I just go and get my chair from the um, kitchen. So talk okay, about yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Uh, well, here we are. Um, where are we? We're about a day or two away from Easter weekend, in fact. Um, and um, if you are one of our special ones, uh, we're not. We're not on this weekend. Um, we're so busy uh, with our various, um, you know, <laughs> lockdown commitments that we're staying at home. Well, I Put actually. You want a box? Hang on. I'm going on a box. Sounds like you Australian, Australian Lisa is seat, coming up love. to the Shires this weekend. Hang on. That's very good. That should be all right. Very good. I'd, oh, she can't hear me, but there's she's got a chair over there. It's like a patchwork quilt of different things. Um, it's like a, you know, a, a lounge oh. chair. That chair you've got, is that a patchwork quilt of different... What is that Oh, chair? yes. Oh, I'm really fussy with my um, decorative. Mm. Yeah, that is a multi... I love a lot of colour. Yes. So that's multicoloured. That's my chair that I practically sit in my fire. I have a fire every night. Right. Um, it's Lovely ethical wood. Ethical wood. It was raised on a oh, yeah. ethical farm, <laughs> an ethically chainsawed down. Mm, mm. Um, and then I've got my lovely sofa there, which right. is a lovely long one, which I re. I mean, I've, I'm the sort of person now. If you don't mind me be going into detail, I sort of research things for about six or seven months before I right. buy them. Right. No. And think, it's oh, is that? Sensible. Are they ethically sourced? That you know, yeah. did someone have to got paid minimum wage to make that? No. No. Someone got paid over the odds to make that. And the company's now bust. So that will show you. <laughs> I Go bought, cheap and you'll survive. I bought a massive sofa on uh, Impulse deal. once. Uh, it was Ugh. it was on a special deal. I think it was Ikea Ugh. I was wandering around. But uh, it was the uh, most, uh, no, but it was the most lush sofa. You sank into it. It was really long. You could sleep on it. It was like a bed, an, an extra bed in the house. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I love. So what it. happened to that? Well, it was up in my house, and I used to have it by the log fire and log by a burn. <gasps> oh, cosy oh, Neil, winter this... evenings in, lovely, beautiful. Oh, Neil, this sounds like some sort of. Uh, I need some <laughs> porn music. I haven't got any. <laughs> I don't think I've um, got any. Uh, oh, I have got something. Sofa porn music. Be delighted to know that I've got a missing words on new occasional feature table lined up for our next show. Oh, excellent. Um, good. 
Right. It's actually a double one, so you're mm. gonna. It's a double throng attack. Um, full disclosure: Neil and I are recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, yes. Wednesday before Easter. I've mentioned. Um, yes. Going. To, yeah, we're going to be off on, over Easter because we've got lots of eggs to lay, mm. and so we're going to make up for it by doing a really, really good podcast extra bit. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. We probably won't. It'll be same shit that we usually. <laughs> And so, love, do you mind? There's a couple of things, Neil. I've got a couple of urgent emails to get to. Oh, right, Um, yes. All right. So, uh, a lot of people have got in touch, including Her Royal Highness, Princess of... I was going to say the Princess of Wales. That might be impossible. Mm. And the Queen has got in touch. She's worried. Update, please. Oh. (laughs) An update, please. Yeah, no. um, Literally, um, world... (laughs) Seeping with pus. Yeah, it's a lot better, thank you. A, a, a massive scab yeah, developed yeah, on it. Beautiful. Oh, I love beautiful. picking. It's a lovely I scab. Love picking, picking them yeah. off. So I picked oh, Neil. it off. Neil, that didn't show you. No, it was why. unsightly. It wasn't. It, I couldn't go about with that in public. So I had to get that off. And now, and then it was a little bit sore, but now it's gone back. It's much better. It's not near. Oh, look, um, I've got a clip. I've got a clue for you as well. I've got Mm. a little trick for you that was, is from mother nature. If you have a scar or anything of that ilk. Right. uh, Lemon juice. Oh, right. No, lavender oil stops scarring. So if you're vain like me, um, I once, when I was a student, I went to, I went to uni with some beautiful, beautiful people. And one of those is a girl called Kate who got I've muted myself. Can you hear me? Perfect timing that was. Was it? (laughs) Good. Maybe we should keep that. But we went to Leeds Uni Mm. and Kate was wonderful. We bonded over our first few weeks at uni by playing Beatles, the greatest hits of the Beatles, on her bed with Mm. her tennis rackets. I was okay. Paul. She was she was John. All right, lovely. I, I can't Brilliant. go into any more detail than that at this point, Neil, because I've signed the paperwork. <laughs> but she used to get really pissed. We used to go down the sky rack in Headingley, mm. and she would just have a fag on, right. and she would just leave it like that, leave it sort of hanging oh, at, yeah. at an angle, so her arm would drop out, right, um, at a sort of angle. And one time she did it, and it went on mm. my cheekbone. And you know, Neil, I've got Johnny Depp, probably not the best person to relate to, but sort of Johnny Depp-esque cheekbones. Mm. They mm. stick out. Mm. I'm quite proud of them. Yeah, yeah uh, I noticed. And yeah, she beautiful. burnt me under my eye on my <gasps> on my uh, cheekbone, and I was so upset. I wasn't upset about the pain. I was going, "That's going to scar. That's going to scar." Mm. I said, "Look, I've got a modelling career." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Neil. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Hand modelling career. Right. Yeah. And um, I spoke to my nana about it, and she said, so sweetheart, don't worry about that. Lavender oil. Uh-huh. And you just put a dab of lavender oil, and it was a really nasty, like, mm. massive red splodge there. Mm. Right, and it yeah. completely went within a few weeks. Oh, Keep amazing. putting lavender oil on it and don't pick it. No, no. I'll do. I'll try that tonight because I've got some uh, and that Neil's Yard stuff that you use. I pop it under yeah, my nose yeah. at night. It gets me off. Uh, to sleep. Oh, oh yeah. yuck. <laughs> oh, we didn't need to hear that, did we? I'm sorry if you're upset, but if you have been affected by that or anything else on today's <laughs> podcast, Extra Bits, don't contact us because yeah. we won't. We won't. Yeah, we, we can't we, help. We, can't. we, we haven't got here. time, actually. No, yeah. We won't be here. Uh, but no, do that. Do that. And also, it's um, nature's healing uh actually her healing herb it's the healing herb lavender 
right, gets yes. you it gets you relaxed. It's great for your skin. It's great for your hair. It's brilliant. Mm, Ain't yeah. lavender great? Yeah, I love this. Do you know the history? Of, do you know the history of herbs? By the way, before I get into my Polish builders, do you know the history of herbs. Um, no, do do tell. It's, uh, do you know the first person who's brave enough to try herb? Going, ooh, that luckily that wasn't a poisonous plant, and it's delicious with chicken. Right. Um, do you know the first person? Henry the Eighth. No, neither do I, but oh. I'm very ha- grateful for them. But mm. herbs were used when royalty used to visit places and right. they would scatter herbs underneath royalty. Uh, so it right. would that when they treaded on the fresh herbs, the scent would waft up and they wouldn't smell the carnage and raw uh, sewage yes. that went around them. Very so tedious. very, very, I mean, mm. it's like the original impulse, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so bored with that one. Um, <laughs> Neil, I've got some breaking news. Right. Oh. I've had five Polish strapping men in my on my property this week, oh, and it you. has been delicious. Have you got any photos? Yeah. Oh, great. Had we been on Gaydar, I would have actually stayed at home that week and <laughs> let you go to the studio, and I would have broadcast live, and I would have right. interviewed Dimitri and all my friends that I've made friends with yeah. who don't really understand what I'm saying, but they shake their head. Right. And I go, would you like a tea? Yes, Nabrovlik. And I don't know what that is, so I just go back inside and stay in there. Um, Neil, I've had not, I don't want to get too controversial. I've had a new fence post, a few fence put in. Lucky you. And the, it's not my side, it's the neighbour's side. Right. And the men they've got in to do it. My God, love. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. in the 70s when he did those bodybuilding pictures. Oh, yeah, Venice Beach. Was it Venice Beach? That's where we they know, make, working out. They make um, Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a svelte supermodel. Oh. Their bodies are ridiculous. <gasps> we had, I'm going to give you an example. We had, I have got two massive railway sleepers <laughs> in my back garden. So it right. sounds filthier than it is. Yeah. And they are, I don't know if you've ever lifted a railway sleeper. Yeah, I have. They do your back. Fucking heavy. Mm. Right? That's the term. And this guy went, you're sure, where would you like it? And I went, oh, just over there. No problem. Lifts it up on his arm, like, like, whiffs it, like, like that. And he takes over and goes there, and he just drops it and goes, see you later. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. God, it's like killing Eve trapped in a massive man's body. <laughs> it's been so delicious to watch them at work. Oh, of course, you love watching men going about their business. I love don't watching you? men going about their mm. business. I like watching yeah. men or women. Anyone who has <laughs> got a real sort of talent and a trade, I'll be a perf watching yeah. them. <laughs> I really will. And I did. I did feel a bit self-conscious, Neil, because at one point it was on Tuesday, which was a really lovely sunny day. Mm, I was outside in the garden, pretending to garden with no plants. Right. <laughs> it was sort of like moving, yeah, like the spade around right. and going. Oh, it's looking good. Thank you very much. I've got to go now. <laughs> and they sort of they were talking in Russian or Polish in yeah. the corner. Yeah, and I was, and they were sort of laughing. I thought, I hope they're not laughing at me. And I've wanted to go in and join in because that's mm. sort of my personality. Like, oh, what about the news at ten? Or you know, t- I just yeah. trying to make a contact with them, yes. and, they, and yeah. they didn't understand. And I just sort of wave. It was laughing at me. I thought, oh, I hope they're not like sexist people making sexist jokes. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, I no, hope but... so. so I, 
Yeah, I hope so. So no, I, I, I fine there. I got changed out of my bikini, Neil, because I think that was the route that I thought that was why they were laughing. <laughs> why uh, you put the full to... Nigella burka on. <laughs> just I was out there in a full burka, <laughs> um, the Nigella burka. Um, yeah, it's been lovely. I wa- love mm. watching people work. I yeah. do really yeah. do. Oh, I'm pleased for you. Have yeah. they finished the fence? Is that all done now? Oh, yeah, love, but that's not the half of it. They've still got two more fences to do at the front, so I'm filming everything. <laughs> I do feel a bit odd. I do feel a bit perverse about this, but it's for the show. Mm, mm, yeah, I can feel a TikTok yeah. coming on. Mm. I should see a doctor. <laughs> do you remember that time at uh, we had the window cleaners in? Oh, yes. At the old place. And that isn't a euphemism. No, we did actually have. Oh, you were looking off to the audience there, like we were. Yeah, I was, yeah. Oh, was, yeah. You're, you're like, oh, don't worry about this. And there's no one there. And um, so we, we saw you and I, you face in the old studio. I used to face into you. Yeah, you faced inwards and I faced inwards and you faced outwards. The glass behind you. That's yeah. it. Mm. And very rare for a radio studio. You could actually look outside to the outside world. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliantly it was... designed by Quentin. Poor size engineer. <laughs> We were six floors up as well. So yeah. uh, these guys turned up in one of those, um, you know, suspended cherry pickers, cherry picker things from the side yeah. of the building. And also there's these blokes doing it. So sort of like, always oh, oh, thought they were waving at us. Yeah. Of course, they were using yeah. the chamois, you know. They were just getting <laughs> in the window. It wasn't a cherry picker. It was one of those things like planks. They l- mm. relieve them. No, that's wrong. They lever themselves down, yeah. Yeah. you know, floor by floor. Yeah. Rather than so, me. Never to miss an opportunity. We saw them and I ran yeah. out, whipped the window open, which probably wasn't what they liked because they were trying to clean it. I yeah. said, come in, come in. <laughs> and they were looking. Uh, they weren't Russian. I don't know why I did that. It's just showing off in front of the class. And they came in and we interviewed them. And did, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll never forget the moment, Neil, that we asked them, mm. so what, what do you think of what do you think of our floor? And they went, yeah, it's okay. And I, and I said to them, do you want a Yorkie? I don't know why I said that, Neil. I thought just that it was that advertising year when they said Yorkers are for men. I just said, Do you want a Yorkie? And I went, right. I better get on with the uh, job, really. Well, it's nice to have you here. Do you remember? They would just say, Couldn't do, yeah. they couldn't mm. care. No, they, they couldn't at all. Yeah. No, but they were, but they were quite know, happy to yeah, be. Yeah, a nice bit of eye candy as well, weren't they, for the show? So we had a bit of a giggle with them. It's good fun. Yeah, I love stuff. I mean, it was actual happening. Well, we, we, we like it when things happen in the middle of a show that you're not expecting, yeah. which you can just sort of have a bit of fun with. Yeah, and, uh, just like yeah. yeah, it was life, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, I'll never so, yeah. forget one of my favourite ever radio shows was Tom Bins and Helen Chamberlain on, um, it was XFM, it's now Radio X, because they own everything. Right. And uh, they were playing FIFA, they had a new FIFA game in the studio, oh, and they right. played about 12 songs in a row, and then they put the mic up, and Helen Chamberlain went, went oh, fucking, I've lost that point! <laughs> and then they just put the mic down, and they played FIFA. They didn't ah. care, Neil. They didn't care. And do you know what? I listened to the whole show. That was one of the best they ever did. <laughs> You've Six got to. That life, yeah. life is not, radio is not about, I wish Global and all the other people would l- mm. listen and go, life is not about smooth links. No one gives a shit what song is coming up. No. They care about the window cleaner and are they hot? Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. they care yeah. about your weeping gash, Neil. Mm. <laughs> Don't stop. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm alive. Everything's good. Mother, another drink. Um. So I'm glad you're right. And I need to ask: Is your father all right? Because he, t- we know that Martin tumbled into the fire. 
Yes. My he... father's on fire. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't uh, sustain yeah. any burns. I think he got a bit of a bruise at one point uh, from, from his shenanigans. And his glasses, obviously, nearly lost those, but those were fine. So, no, he's, he's okay. He's good. He's had, they've had their second COVID jab this week as well. <gasps> so, uh, oh, can you ask them? Could you actually interview them for the next show and just say, because we will, you know, they're the first people I've known to get mm. two jabs. Mm. Uh, could you ask them, does it make them more confident? Can you do a little uh, interview about them as yeah, your son? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll find That'd out. That would be brilliant. Yeah, my dad, has, it, my dad hasn't had his second one yet, and I don't want to go and visit until he's had the second one. Oh, right. Okay. You we used to mean? leave it a couple of weeks for the full effect of the. Uh... Uh, vaccine to take take you scratching Neil I can see you just you're just shaking. no I'm 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 doing that thing where, oh, where yeah. I'm shaking my leg you know that thing that you just yeah shake your knee up and down and not really no but that's no, as long as it that. makes you happy <laughs> <laughs> um love can I also talk about something else that yes. I've discovered this week mm-hmm. so I went round to uh, my beautiful friend Karina's house. Right. Right. You know who Karina is, don't you? I do. Yes, she's uh, the uh, the owner of those two amazing yeah. dogs. No, no. Oh, well, yes. No. Yeah. Um pumpkins now in join the great big dog basket in the sky. Mm. Uh, with my little Mowgli and D- oh. Daisy and Pixie, uh, Daisy, not Pixie, Daisy oh. and Oh my god, what's the name of first dog? Petra. Oh. Right. Uh, Pixie is very much alive and well. So we were chatting on our mm. walk, our right. socially distant walk you're allowed to have now. Yes. And I've coined a phrase. I am, yeah. at, and I'm going to get it um, in the Oxford University Dictionary. Mm. Uh, it's about terrible wage conditions that have, have sort of come out during lockdown mm. and i'm talking about the deliveroos oh, the yes, amazons mm. you know people who are doing amazing work keeping mm. us fed keeping us in products but they're getting paid crap money and doing mm. crap hours and getting treated pretty badly yeah. by the reports that are out this week and i've called it they're being paid a shittance oh that's good i know so I'm. I want that. I want that <laughs> phrase trademarked and coined because I want these these companies held accounting to. Mm. You know, mm. I got. I watched a really, really. I had a really, really sad report. It was on the Times Radio, which is actually very good if you just want to listen to news. Um, and it was about. It was either there's delivery and what's the other one? Did somebody say just eat? And they've got these really polished ads. Mm. And then the reality of it is if you live in London, you see these, uh, you know, people cycling around from place to place to place in all Mm. weathers, having to deal with customers, getting complaints. They're getting paid hardly anything. They're not even making minimum wage. And they don't even get sort of holiday pay and all that. No. Yeah. I'm fed up with it. Mm. Yeah, I'm fed up with it. There's no ruling with the Uber drivers where they are actually have to be treated as employees. Yeah. But yeah. do you know what will happen, love? They'll change the rules. Oh, they'll find a and way. And they'll say, yeah. um, you know, your de- your it, your commission to us now has to be this much. I'm, ju- I'm just sick of it. I hope there's a rebellion and a revolt because it is revolting. But we are partly a- at fault because, you know, we're all happy to pay those extra cheaper prices, Wrong. aren't we? Wrong. I don't pay those cheaper prices. I want to support my local places and I want mm. to pick up the places from them, which is what I do. I don't use those drivers anymore because right. I don't think it's fair. Yes. I do not. I do not want to support that. I want mm. them to get paid a good money. Mm. And I'm sorry. I see so many people. All you see in London at the moment is poor people with turquoise boxes on their backs, going from right. place to place to place, earning hardly anything yeah. and getting no thanks for it. 
no. getting people going, oh, you're 20 minutes late and my food's cold. Well, piss off and go and go and try living in Kenya for a week with no running water and fly, fly in your food. No, I'm really sick of it, love. I'm sick of this attitude. So I support my local places and I and shop ethically. Right. It's enough of all this shit. I'm not taking it anymore. What do you say, Pixie? It's a shittance. Yes. We d- we will not. I want to go to Nicholas Sturgeon because she'd say it. We want to uh, hello a Nicholas Sturgeon here. I decided to pass a motion uh, not to be paid a shittance. It would sound good with her, actually, wouldn't it? It would, yes. Yeah. She's got the right voice yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's lovely, um, you know, that you're uh, coming out in support, you know. Yeah. Beautiful. I just think it... You don't, I think a we whole, need to sort of... uh, party for this, couldn't you? Yeah. politics. I don't... Well, I, I I do come from a family of politics. I did I'm, think, Neil. Uh, hmm. yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. What did you say? I was going to say Everton. I'm loving your uh, your social conscience coming out here. It's beautiful. Oh, it's always been there, love. I feel. I know. You know yeah. how I feel about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did hear a brilliant thing. It was an amazing interview on the Fortunately podcast, which is Fee and Jane Glover, mm. Mm. and they interviewed Tom Kerridge, and they were saying about the cost. This is pre-lockdown, and mm. the cost of restaurants, and people were saying, "Why would you go out and pay like forty quid for dinner when you can cook it at home for free, or get it down like a cheap pub for like five ninety nine? And Tom Kerridge said the margins that restaurants and pubs make is nothing. It's yes. zilch. They yeah. barely survive. They're doing it for the passion of it and they're doing it because they this is their you know where there is reason reason sorry I spat there and he said the question shouldn't be why are restaurants and good food so expensive why are they so cheap yes what margins are people squeezing Mm. to make your chicken breast that was grown up in a crappy warehouse somewhere with no light and a broken wing taste so good for you to buy it for 2.99 you pleb yeah. Sorry. That's why I can't get into politics now. I've got two. <laughs> and FYI, did they really need to spend X million on a new room when they could have given nurses that money for the press briefing room at Downing Street? Love I'm really annoyed about that. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I've got more annoyed as I've got older in life, I think. I don't know. It's just, I don't know whether it's, I'm just more aware of these things than I was. Yeah. We've got um, time on our hands. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have done, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. But I do think I hope there is a sea of change. I loved what um, is it Price House Watergate Water Knickers, whatever they're called, that big <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love what they said this week. There's a revolution starting. They said, you know, we're going to let our employees pick what hours they want to work, and they can work from home or the office. It's totally up to them. Right. And I totally agree with this. I think it's fantastic. I mean, I, I you know, I'm gagging to get back into the studio, love, because you've seen mm. my home studio and I can't mm. wait to get in front of professional equipment because you've heard me go uh, 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 too many times mm. on the, that was meant to be the screen freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really come across I you're going to throw up. There's a yeah, brilliant does, book uh, by a guy, I can't think of his name now, but it's called Maverick. And it's about this guy who inherited his um, father's engineering business. I think it was in the, sometime in the 60s or early 70s. And it was heavily unionized. It was a very us and them business. And he mm. thought, I don't want to run the business like this. And he completely turned the business on its head and made it so that everybody took part and had an active role in making the business happen. It got to the point where not only were employees uh, you know, able to um, interview other employees to bring them into 
into the team, they set their own pay rises. And because they had an investment in the business in terms of their work and everything and their input, they, of course, they wouldn't overpay themselves because they would make the business go bust. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. It's called Maverick. It's a really, really interesting and it's a brilliant book. And, um, right. you know, people were queuing up around uh, Brazil to go and work for this company because it had such an amazing reputation. I love that, Neil. I love that. We're, right. Can we talk about that on the show when we back from Easter? Can you write that on a bit of paper? Yeah. Oh, God, Maverick. this is... Maverick. I think his name is Mark or something. I'm in uh, the need. I'm in the mood. What is it? I feel the need, the need for speed. That's the Maverick I know, but this is yeah. far more. <laughs> is that so? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, here we are. Oh, no. Um, you got it? You got it up there? Oh, yeah. The, here we are. Uh, Ricardo oh. Semler. Ricardo Semler. Semler. Came out in 1993. And, uh, and it's yeah. called The Success Story Behind the World's Most Unusual Workplace. I love it, Neil. I love the fact that it's taken a pandemic for people to go, oh, we don't have to do things the way we did it like no. all the time. Yeah, yeah. We've had time to stop and breathe, and I love it. Breathe, mm. Neil. <gasps> We've got to talk about, oh, my God, the Tina Turner Sky documentary. Have you seen it? Oh, love. my it's, God. It's, it's my number one documentary I've ever seen. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's right. I am so it. pleased you said. Oh, love. I had to. Lisa never watches music documentaries, which you well know. She doesn't yeah. watch Star Wars. She doesn't know watch music documentaries. I'm questioning yeah. why I'm with her. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, Lisa, you've got Sky. Because I don't have Sky here. We're in the Shires. I don't own it. No, you know, no. I've basically got the four channels. Mm. <laughs> 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 Tarquin. Um. And I watched it from beginning to end, and I all the time I wanted to text you to go, love, no. please turn on yeah. Sky. But it was quite late when we watched it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm it's not it's, it's on, on the documentary trend. It's one of those ones where they repeat it across the week several oh times. Um, it is superb. And I, I was thinking, I know, because there's no way I, you can't record. We would normally get clips for But I'm going to, I was thinking, I'm just going to record some clips on my phone. The bit where she was talking about when her mother was talking about her was yeah. beautiful oh towards God. the end. And some of the yeah. things that she said about her mother and, I mean, mm. the life she led up until about 40, she had a pretty miserable time of things, didn't she? Mm. And then she became and this amazing, at the age of 40, she became a huge international star. icon, star, yeah. brilliant, yeah. absolutely amazing. But it's, it's a real lesson in survival, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, Lisa, Lisa and I had an argument during that documentary. I don't want to give it a word. The story is quite well known, mm. uh, not the argument between Lisa <laughs> and I. That was a private affair. Um, but the, the story about her and Lisa was going, why didn't she leave Ike? I mean, my God. I said, Lisa, have mm. you never met someone who's been in an abusive relationship? I said, have no. you ever been in an abusive relationship? No. I said, well, you can't talk about it because yeah. you don't know. No. And then the next minute, Tina Turner comes on and she says, people ask why I never left. And, and Lisa's jaw dropped on the floor so much, I wanted to get a pencil out and draw around. <laughs> and, I, and I gave her, you know, when you look at someone and go, see, hmm, hmm, <laughs> sort of, hmm, told you so, but you don't want to say, see, I told you so. And she went, Oh my God. I said, yeah, yeah. he was an asshole. Yeah. 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 He was an absolute, and she was so loyal to him. And I'm like, mm. Oh yuck. Yeah. He deserved a kick in the balls and yeah. a kick out the door. He was vile, a pig. And after she left, she could have she could have ended up on Skid Row, and and but she took all that energy and she channeled yeah. it into doing something with you know positive with her life. It's an amazing story. She's incredible. 
And it's also a great meeting of minds as well. And I will always think this about radio too. You need to meet the right people. Mm. So glad I met you, Neil, in a dark <laughs> alley. Um, but it's a meeting of minds because had Tina not met that producer with the blonde oh, yeah. hair and the massive highlights, yeah. it would never have happened. And had oh, that yeah. producer not worked the for... the manager, gone, the, the manager. Yeah, the manager. Yeah. Yeah. And had the yeah. manager not gone to the record company and the record yeah. company got completely overhauled and he yeah. just dug his heels in and went, I'm getting her a deal. Yeah. I'm not leaving without a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Had that, you know, relationship yeah. not happened. So we're all part of a synergy is what I'm saying. Oh, and totally, so, yeah. yeah. There are plenty of stories of people in show business who've had the wrong manager who've been ripped off. And then you yeah. look at... Uh, the reason why somebody like Barbara Streisand has had the career she's had, she's been with the same manager for the last 40 odd years or however long it yeah. is. Um, it's all about he, relationships. He really, it is. Yeah. And he cares yeah. about her and he's wanted, he's, you know, helped her uh, achieve all her aims and ambitions and use oh. her talent in the best way possible. God, you know what sound effect I want for that? What? You've got, if you're going to be Barbara Streisand's manager, <laughs> you know what, you know what song I need? Donna, AKA Birdcage. Oh, um, if you work for Do if you work for Barbara Streisand, can mm. you imagine the calls? You imagine, <laughs> Barbara, it's three a.m. I've had an idea, <laughs> right? I want the full full harmonic orchestra in New York, and I'm gonna do all of my hits naked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping oh, you'd really. find the sound effect. But no, I, I could do it I, myself. Um, uh, no, I can't. You, my... We can do it ourselves. We can do an oral what, live. I, was, I did have a Barbara Streisand. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Well, it was going to be. Oh, it was going to be. She works hard for the money. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. And I might. Uh, uh... If you could do an edit, edit in and make us look really smooth. <laughs> when has that yes. ever happened before? Never actually. And we don't no, want to be smooth. Really. No, we've so, never uh, been smooth. So. Um, Hang on. Um, uh, while you're waiting for that, I've got some interim music now. Oh, right. Okay, right. I just need to... Woo, get them off. Uh, okay. Hang on. Barbara! Right. Open the door! What? This is going a bit funny. Anyway, um, luckily I've found it. She worth hard for the money. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't smooth at all. Could we hear that again? Because you crashed the end, folks. She worth hard for the money. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Oh, oh, you found Joan. <gasps> oh, Whoa, okay. Oh, I, I think you have beautiful balls. <laughs> do you know what we should do, Neil? We yes. should have a gay university challenge where you and I play clips to each other and we have to buzz in when we know the answer. Oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's Megan as bridesmaids. Yeah. Uh. All right, you got another one there? Wow. With Kylie, it's all right. Mm, lovely. Right, Jella, these are too easy. I need, I need a Hi, this is Carol Thatcher. <laughs> Is that Carol Thatcher? Hang on, yeah. let, me do, let me answer properly. Corpus Christi Wang. Carol Thatcher? That's correct. Balls to you! <laughs> well, Liza. Um, My default pose is teapot. <laughs> I mean, basically, there's a crap game because all the sound bites that, that, we, that are on, we've got are very, very obvious, aren't they? Sides! 
The wasps are back. Excuse me, bitch. Oh, the excuse me, bitch woman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Neil, this is really hard. This one, Um, buzzing when you know who this is. (laughs) You can you can consult or phone a friend. Is it a deep sea diver? So let it, it, no, it's not. We're going to have to take your home off you and uh, repossess your car. Oh, by the way, can we just have a little divulge into Neil's life? We were trying to record this yesterday, but it didn't happen. Mm. And tonight, did you take your um, mum, Mrs. Two Soup Sexton, oh, where you t- intended? Yes, we went to the, uh, the, the place that's got nice clothes, uh, Tesco, and uh, because we did a bit of Easter food shopping. Oh, and I said, let's go. Don't let's oh, not go. I- let's not go on Thursday evening. It'll be packed. No. We ran, we'll get yeah. COVID. Uh, and it actually was quite good. Uh, it wasn't too busy. So, and we've got everything we needed. Yeah. Not two for one on COVID on uh, no, that holiday weekend. No. no she didn't joke about that anyway. No. Um, I think that's lovely. She probably loves you going shopping with her because I think your your dad, Martin, would take, oh. he's quite domineering. He would go, well, we're going over here. I'm putting 15 lamb chops in. <laughs> Is he like like that? Well, he did actually make a request. We had to get some kippers, and um, he loves his. I know. Oh, my dad loves fresh fish. You know, nothing will stop him from ordering. You know, have something delivered in from you know one of the docks one morning. Shut Quite up! Literally. One of the docks in St Albans. No, not in St Albans. No, I mean he'll get he'll you can get sort of special deliveries from the fish market in London and have them you know and it goes straight into his, some will be cooked no. fresh, the rest goes in the freezer, and then he Hang stinks out the kitchen when he's cooking his yeah. fish. Oh. It's disgust. It's disgusting. It's the smell. It's the smell of hell. I reckon mm. when you if you go to heaven, it would smell like something like marshmallows tasting right yeah or yeah. you know or just toast just about on perfect mm. you know what i mean mm. that sort of beautiful yes, smell yeah, yeah. Or, or coffee chips. or bread baking coffee or, yeah, yes all chips mm. dust <laughs> dust welcome to heaven dust but i think hell would smell uh, like either really cheap deep fried food you know, when you walk into someone's yeah. house, you smell it on their clothes. You go, "Oh, you're oh yes, that, that after the oh, day you're after very the night before smell, yes. Yeah. Oh, you're too. very pot noodly, aren't you? Mm. Oh, sorry, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Go straight to hell. Do not collect two hundred mm. points. But there's there's nothing like the smell of fish. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. Can I tell you my fish story very quickly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's not about fish that I've kept. You know Karina, who owns Pixie Labdor, the yes. fell guide dog. And um, I've told you this story many a time before, but she went fishing one and only time. The one mm. and only time she went fishing. And she mm. caught a little tiddler. She caught oh, a tiddler. As you do. She caught this fish and she was like, <gasps> she's like a little kid. She was like peppermint patty. She looked mm. like that. That's what, of her own wording, peppermint patty. Right. And she got the fish off the hook and she was so scared about this fish and she thought oh I killed a fish I'll just put it back in the water and she just got really excited and scared and she threw it up in the air threw it as far as she could and it landed in the tree above her so all she saw was the fish going <gasps> she actually saw this looking at her one eye like right <laughs> where can I get out? this is shit I mean what a way to go <laughs> you're looking at me and I'm stuck in a tree you tried to rescue me from the hook that horrible hook jagging in my mouth and now I'm up in a tree the the reverse of drowning airy <laughs> and she never she, she never went fishing <laughs> it's wrong Neil but it's funny it's funny isn't it it's funny <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god! Crazy. So this week we've had the granny smacker story in in cost in um, Costa Coffee, which I told you about my friend Neil. And we've had Karina mm. killing a fish. I know. Yeah. Death Talk by air. Death by Ella air. air. Death by Ella air. <laughs> oh my well, god! Uh, and on that note, well, do you want to hear the vicar story, or do you want that for the next show? We'll, sh- we'll save, save the vicar story for the next show. The next yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. What vicar story is that? Well, you don't know it because I've only just heard it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, can, can we say happy Easter? We didn't. Yeah, I'm very sad now. We haven't got to eat in our tra- tradash. Um, Cabris Easter egg. No. Cabris cream we egg. did do one yeah. about a few weeks ago on air, though, didn't we? Yeah, no, but it's Easter. It's time to eat one again. Isn't isn't it? Which Easter egg are you, have you got for Easter? Have you asked for a specific make? Uh, after eights. Mm. After eight, you know, I spied today, and had we been going into the studio as per, mm. I would have got it for you. Fries, um, oh my god, chocolate they egg. They yeah. Oh my god, it's in Sainsbury's. Oh no, in I didn't pounds. know that. Yeah, oh, I'm have Sainsbury's. A look tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to get you one. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get me one. Oh, or just... oh yeah, no, sorry. Yes, of course, I'd have got you. No, you weren't. You were just going <laughs> to let me. You'd go. You know what you do? You take mine and go. Oh, thank you. Oh, we got. We got each other the same thing, and you do that thing where you sneak it behind your back and then <laughs> the other end. It's yours. Why does it say to Neil on the top? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy Neil Easter, everyone! Ciao. And you're worth more than a shittance. <laughs> Drag Race is massively popular.